This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. (whistles) Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything. From which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However... When it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time, injury time. Knockout takes, Almunia saves, knockout follows in, Almunia saves again. And now Watford are on the counter-attack. Forestieri. Oh, I don't believe this. Here's Hawk. Dini. I do not believe what I've just seen. Trondini has scored from a Leicester penalty that was saved by Almunia. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. You're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Carl. And I'm Peter. And joining us for the opposition view this time round, Ollie from the Butter Pie podcast, Preston fan. How you doing, Ollie? I'm good, thanks. Evening, gents. How are we? All right, mate. We're, very, we're very grand. good. We're grand, Ollie. We're grand. <laughs> We're grand. We're, we're established in the somewhere in the centre of the championship. It's, it's where we like to be. Neither up nor down. But there we go. So let's, let's, let's think about this. Obviously, we're recording this prior to the to the Ipswich Town game for Watford fans, obviously, um, the, the night before that. So we'll see how things go. But obviously, we will be getting to the Prediction League and all of the excitement that that brings. Mm, yes, we'll see about that. But the first thing is it's the opposition view. And we want to find out about all things Preston North End this, this, you know, this season. And, uh, you know, it's, it's Ollie's it's it's at least Ollie's third third jaunt, so a hat trick for Ollie. Ollie, you, you yeah, are you well are you are you are very very welcome. Um, trust me, there are some uh, there are some teams who never made it back a second time. I'm not saying Reading, but you can be the judge. Um, anyway, <laughs> Preston North End, you've had a bit of a schizophrenic season, a start yes. like out of the cannon, and then it seems to have gone a little bit odd. Tell us about the story of the season so far. Yeah, it's a bit. It's a bit back to front for what I'm kind of used to, to be fair. Usually we uh, pick up momentum around about Christmas time. Um, I remember that one season under Alex Neal where, yeah, we probably didn't start off as well. And by Christmas, we were a top of the league and you're thinking, bloody hell, where, whereabouts are we? But yeah, as you mentioned, we've we've had an absolute rip-roar of a start and um, it seems like oh, I, I, it's hard to put into nice terms of what's happened in the recent. It's kind of like a bomb's gone off in the middle of the football club and it's just gone. What the hell's this? In terms of results, or has there been? In, in, in terms of results, in terms of the fans um, fought on, obviously Ryan Lowe, yeah. um, 
you know, he's coming, he's wanting to do a rebuild as such. I mean, every every manager comes in, you know, it's going to be a rebuild process. I suppose that's absolutely everything, you know. Um, you know that more coming. than most, Billy. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, he's coming. And to be fair, he's been very heavily backed in the summer. Then the results started going well and you're thinking, blooming heck, you know, maybe this is the time. And then as of recent, it's just all gone downhill. And then you, you look at the game against uh, Norwich, albeit we got a draw. Um, I think it's now two wins in 11. Um, mm-hmm. I think we had about four touches in the opposition box, if that's anything to go off. Um, but yeah, it's the attacking... The thing is, Ryan Lowe doesn't help himself in such of what he says, because he's one of those managers that talks up a big game that, you know, this is the brand, this is what we're going to be playing. And then when we don't play it, it's a bit like, well, what, what's, what, what's this? So, you know, results need to come first. It's a results business and... To be fair, he's not getting it right at all at the moment. So fans are a bit, bit um and ahhing at the moment. I mean, to put this into context to so you guys listening, um, you went eight games unbeaten at the start of the season, which was six wins and two draws, and you were you were top of the table. You guys were absolutely flying. And as you say there, since that since that run kind of came to an end, which was I think the last game you drew, which was Rotherham, you then, as you say, you've lost seven, you've drawn three, and you've won two. You know, so it you've you've kind of tumbled down the table as a result of that run, and now we we've had the kind of the inverse job. We've kind of gone down, and now we're kind of coming back up. So obviously, we hope we meet you at a good time. You say about you know, kind of he, he doesn't seem to kind of have a. I'm going to paraphrase here, but almost like a plan B. It's going to we're going to do this, and we're going to play it this way, even if it's not working. Describe what's the kind of pattern of play? What's the formation? And is it is it possession based? Is it uh, you know? Tell us tell us what it is. <laughs> to be fair, at the moment um, coming up against uh, sides who you're bound to come up against more possession, you know, the Ipswich. To be fair, we could probably let Rotherham have 75% of the ball if that's anything to go off at the moment. Ryan Lowe bangs on about this attacking brand where, you know, you, you defend with seven, attack with six, but then sets up in this 3-5-2 formation with wing-backs. And then, obviously, we've got players like Brad Potts. And then you look over to the other side and we've got Liam Miller. Now, they're completely different players um, in terms of directness, like Brad Potts, he was a centre midfielder. He's been kind of lumped out to the right wing back position, so he's he's a bit box to box midfielder, but playing out at right wing back. Whereas you know at left wing back, we've got this Liam Miller, who's direct as anything. He's fantastic in one on ones. Mm-hmm. You know he gets crosses and everything. So it's kind of like putting square pegs in round holes. Or oh, I've got that the other way around. Round. Whichever, so whichever way, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it just doesn't seem to fit. Um, and you know, he's he's not budging from this formation, always having three at the back, and then obviously with wing back. So, the majority of the time, especially you know, coming against teams with more possession, it's probably going to feel more like you know, we're playing five at the back, if not seven, with the two holding midfielders in front of them, and then you know, we're lacking creativity. In, you know, the free forward players that, you know, you sometimes you're playing with a sole striker who's got absolutely nothing to feed off last. Like um, we had Osmajic, who's going to be injured for the game. I think he's got three goals this season. And to be fair, he's probably had about four chances, to, to be fair to him. So we're feeding our strikers scraps and then wondering why we're not scoring. So uh, I, I wouldn't expect anything less than other 
than 11 men behind the ball and hopefully a ball just cannons off one of our houses and ends up in the back of the Watford net. Well, you've got to have a plan, haven't you? I mean, it's a game plan, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. well, it is. It works against Norwich, to be fair. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> we didn't score, but it, it works. We got a nil-nil result, which is absolutely invigorating. I love the idea of Ryan Lowe sitting there with this flip chart basically drawing this picture of this massive arse and then the ball bouncing off towards a goal. That's what I'm sure happens in a dressing room. I have every, I have every confidence. Um, you said Os- itch, is it? But also you've, yeah. got, you've got also Will Keane, who came across from, from Wigan. Yeah. Um, how, how, how has he done? It sounds like he's kind of starved of service. And what was the difference when you were flying high as opposed to now? Has there been a change in pattern or is it confidence has just disappeared? Do you want to know what? Weirdly, I think we we had a lot of injuries at the start of the season and it kind of forced Lowe's hand into play in a certain way. Okay. Um, that That's having Will Keane as a sole nine. Like, if you've watched Will Keane a lot, he's not really a sole nine. He kind of plays off off the striker yeah. to the left. But when we were quite injury prone um, at the start of the season, we kind of had to play this different formation with two attacking midfielders and Will Keane as sole nine and it worked. To be fair, we, we were still getting goals and everything. And then it's kind of like everyone's come back from injury and Ryan Lowe's got too much to that he's trying to fit in. He's trying to kind of like shoehorn his best players in, even if it's not going to suit the, the team's needs. So I think it's probably too much choice over anything. Will Keane, obviously, is best playing off a strike. He's tried with, tried it with Osmaic. He didn't really, didn't really spark off with like one game. But at the moment, you know, we're not getting results, so we're not really giving opportunities. Like if it doesn't, if it doesn't seem like it's going to work, we're not going to stick to it because we're not picking up results. So you know, something's got to work straight away for Ryan Lowe and Preston North End to think. You know, we're going to stick with you know Will Keane just off a striker. So it's kind of like line up lottery at the moment. So <laughs> you know, pick a ball out of a hat. Wait, the, the the players that started against Saturday, I bet. You know, you ask North End fans going into the game, you know, what's your team going to be? I bet four of them you would have never guessed have started. So it's just, it's just winging it until um, we get it right, I believe. And, and what's the sort of, what's, what's the take from the supporters as on, on the whole? Are, you know, are people looking at Ryan Lowe and going, well, Steve Schumacher's down at Plymouth? Or are you kind of just sticking with him? You know, this is the kind of question that we're, as we have actually for once haven't fired anybody, we can actually ask this season. Previously, people were just laughing our faces, and quite right too. Finally, we can take the upper hand. What do you reckon? I mean, you can't you can't shake the league position that we're in. You know, you, you've got to look at it in two different ways. League position, where we're we're still only a few points off the playoffs. Yep. If you came to me last season, uh, guys, and said, you know, would you take this for next time we meet? I'd have snapped your hand off. But in terms of obviously performances and results, you know, picking up two wins for the last 11 is not really good enough for any manager at this level. So, yeah, he's getting a bit of stick from some fans. Obviously, you know, you've got some people who obviously are backing him in. I'm I'm kind of at like the, the last straw for um, Ranlow at the moment. So, you know, if the results don't pick up, you know, football's a results business at the end of the day. You've potentially got to look and bring someone else in to get us these results. But it's hard to say. It's, it's a very split opinion on Ryan Lowe. Obviously, if you look all over the Twitter, if you ended up beating us this weekend, you might see the majority is gunning for him to leave. But yeah, I mean, you know, if we win against Huddersfield, he's going to be given, you know, loads more time. So 
you know, we'll see what happens. Potentially, you know, if we get two losses this week, this might be the end of the road for Ryan Lowe. But who knows? Absolutely. And, and what players are going to be uh, the danger men? Aren't going to? I mean, you mentioned kind of you know Liam Miller earlier on. Obviously, we know Ben Whiteman. We've we've looked at him previously. How's he been playing? Who who who've been the ones who've been kind of a, a little bit of a cut above uh, and, a, and are struggling since? And who are the ones who need to up their games? So so the one who's been a cut above this season's been uh, the captain Alan Brown you know he's gone above mm-hmm. and beyond kind of exactly what you want from a captain he's been fantastic I think it's been his best season in about five years um, really stepped up to the plate I think it's because he's been allowed to roll a bit more higher in more of an attacking role okay. at the start of the season you know when we were struggling he he kind of had to be shoehorned into more of a free attacking role whereas you know he kind of is implemented in, in the middle of uh, the midfield and just told to stay there at the moment. So yeah, we mentioned Ben Whiteman as well. Yeah. Um, I think he's actually been quite poor since Ooh. he's come back from injury. You know, I, I always said last season he's given an eight out of ten every game. You know, he's just yeah. reliable. But you know, recently since coming back from injury, he's not been the best. And he kind of, to be fair, you need players like Ben Whiteman to be getting seven or eight out of tens for the rest of the squad to really, you know, benefit from this because he plays a vital role in our midfield. You know, you've got you got Ben Whiteman and Alan Brown, and then potentially one more attacking midfielder and then a striker. So you're really looking for them to be on the game. And if they're not, then you've got no hope of scoring. For me, Alan Brown's going to be key in the game. And then obviously, I don't, I, to be fair, I don't even know who's going to start up top. It'll probably be Chad Evans. Um, I don't, so, you know, it completely changes the, the, the type of play that we're going to play, depending on our striker. You know, we've got, Osmaich, uh, who runs in behind Chad Evans, you know, takes it on his chest and tries to hold the ball up. And then you've got Emil Reese, who's been out for 10 months. He's meant to be coming back soon. He runs in behind. You've got Leighton Stewart, who we signed in the summer. Don't think I've seen him step foot on Deepdale. So, you know, you've got that. And then you're looking for the creative spot. You're looking for one or two players. And then, you know, but one of my favourite players, you know, Mads Frocky Jansen, he's not getting not getting chances. You know, start of the season, he was getting all the chances, given time. You know, he's put the ball through someone's legs and whips it onto the top of someone's head and we score. So yeah. it's probably not going to be the greatest of watches on Saturday. We're just kind of hoping for North End to make a little bit of a spark, but that's probably only going to come from one or two players in our squad. And that's probably if Mads Frocky Jansen starts. Or as I mentioned before, Liam Miller. But <laughs> we've got to have like everyone on a good good game. But the main pieces are the midfield of Alan Brown and Ben Whiteman. If they if you midfield are, midfield two are having a good game, you're going to get absolutely battered all game. So yeah. we've got to see what we turn up. But for creativity, scoring a goal, you look towards Liam Miller and Frocky Anderson. Well, Whiteman's impressed us previously because he plays that kind of you know at the base of the midfield, and you and typically breaks things up well, but also uses the ball well. He's quite he's quite a sort of a a complete package in that particular position. This year, for 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 the first time, I think in a, in a long time, we've got well, if he's back because he was uh, he he was out, but it looks like a short term injury last uh, last Saturday mm-hmm. against Southampton. Jake Livermore um, anchoring that. So I think you know we've actually got somebody who didn't necessarily pull up trees in terms of us going, oh great, we've got Jake Livermore, but slowly for about the last what eight, nine, ten games. Um, has become slowly more influential, you know, when when the ball's coming at us, but also pushing us on as well and drive driving us forward. So no, it's no fun when you're on the uh, on the back end of a, a momentum going against you, and sometimes you just need a game to turn for you. And welcome 
this is the kind of Watford speciality, starting off other team seasons because they can't do it for themselves. This is the kind of report that now sends us into, into trepidation and fear, does it not, Justin? Absolutely, Peter. Yes, yes. This is Barry from Watford saying, you are listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Thank you. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. <laughs> at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Well, we will see, we will see how things go on Saturday at Deepdale. But I think I could be wrong, but I believe we have come to where the rubber, where the rubber Ooh. hits the road. Um, right. You, 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 may, you may remember uh, last season, that at one stage we started talking about like football in about the 1886 and started talking about the mm-hmm. things. Yeah. I mean, we, we've finished with all of that strangeness. You'll be pleased to know. Uh, you're, so instead what we do is we concentrate on the prediction league, which is really good, which was solely a competition between Justin and Carlos and yourselves as the EFL. Last season, the EFL pipped Justin at the post, but this year it's gone all unnecessarily complicated. It's the... It's the DNSYE Completely Rubbish Prediction League. No, God, please, no, no! Yes. The budget's gone up now. It's gone up. Trust me, this is like Doctor Who going to Disney. There is no discernible improvement, um, (laughs) and, and, and one of us may split into two at any given moment. We don't know. We don't know. So last season... As I say, it was a three-horse race. This this season, we've managed to cock it up exponentially because uh, people got involved and went, I think, I think we could do things here. So this is what, at the current time, prior to the Ipswich game, the, uh, the uh-huh. league table looks like at the moment. The uh-huh. EFL are top of the charts on 16. Oh. However, oh, one, one prediction, which is a prediction in and of itself, and none of our human users can use it, is also sitting on 16 points having predicted a 1-1 last week when, surprisingly, we got a 1-1. Carlos is second, uh, sitting in third place, a point above Justin. And JP Backgammon, who has got five points from the last two games, has pushed up from the bottom of the table and is sitting even on points with Justin. Jarvis Cocker Spaniel and Artificial Stupidity are sitting at the bottom, two points adrift on 12 points each. So there we go. Now, you may have looked at that table and been slightly worried. That that's a good sense to have at this particular stage. Worry, worry is the kind of thing that you you particularly need. What happened was uh, everything happened and uh, and and the season came to an end. And then Mr. John Parslow said, "You know what? I think we could get inanimate objects to beat these two. And then he started talking about backgammon, and we weren't really listening. But this is what happened: Predictions League, and it's Preston v Watford, the battle of the legends. And in the Preston corner. We have Sir Thomas Finney immortalised by this amazing statue at Deepdale. And for Watford, of course, it's McGoyle Britos. 
who is legendary status of his own for that fine tackle on Anthony Knockart in 2017. And if you look closely, you can see that having been sent off on his debut at Preston in 2015, Brito set off on a mission to have his own very own statue made for him. And he's still waiting. The similarities of that pose by Britos and that by Sir Tom Finney are very, very close. Well, the dice are on the pitch and it's Preston to go first. Then go the dice. Rolling for Preston. Oops. And that's five minus four. That's one to Preston. What can Watford do in response? Oh. And it's three minus two. That's one to Watford. So controversially, it's Preston one, Watford one. There you go. Point of order, Mr. Chairman. I know Point what you're going to say. I know what you're going to say. One one yeah. is typically its own its own prediction. Now, the other day, Dr. Dickie Sutton posted up on Twitter and said he'd been worried. He'd been he'd been lying awake. You know, he doesn't have to worry about the NHS and saving all of that at the moment. So he was worried about what would happen if 1-1 was predicted by either Jarvis uh, or, or by random stupidity or indeed by John. And what happens two days later? John has picked 1-1. So what does happen now, Peter? This is this is what we all want to know. Well, I warned... What are you- what are you going to do about this? Yeah, what are you specifically? <laughs> my ruling, my ruling is this. I have a spreadsheet in front of me and in it for 1-1 one, one is 1-1 one, one, and in it for John is 1-1. One, one. There's nothing that says non-humans, dice, cannot pick 1-1. One, one. It's uh, just you guys here. Making up as you go along. Yes. Me, that, that could be a fair accusation. Um, yeah. And, and <laughs> having having watched the COVID inquiry, I'm going to take their lead and just go. No, dumb. There you go. That's that's the decision. That's the ruling. Right. Anyway, okay. so my response to Dr. Dickie Sutton was, "What we're going to do is basically, I, I said, don't worry about that because Jarvis has no opposable thumbs. He can't possibly get to one one." Hmm. Um, um, John, John does. Right, hang on a minute. Just, just may I just butt in here? But is there anything I could do to stop you? No. Okay then. <laughs> John, John does have opposable thumbs, and John is aware of there being. Yeah. Um, a I would have made him throw again. I would have made. Him I throw reckon. Again. Yeah. I think to, to to coin a phrase here, John. I think you got to toss again, me old mate. Yeah. Well, I think what we should do is as ever, when these kind of things come to play, we should make sure that we throw the guest under the bus and throw it to him. What do you say? Excellent. Oh, I, I Ollie. completely agree. I Ollie. Completely agree. A, point, a points deduction. We have to yeah, ask, we have to ask you, we'll see in a moment that uh, Jarvis has been given a point deduction by Millwall um, on the basis of <laughs> they, they weren't dog fans principally. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, do you think that uh, if it does go to 1-1, one, one, that, uh, that John should have a points deduction? It would be a single point. You have the yay. Or indeed the nay. Right, okay. So if he gets it bob on, how many points does he normally get? He would get? get three. If he gets it bang on, he gets three. So he'd only get two points. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I think that un- unless unless a secondary role is thrown, if it, if it remains a current role, he has to have a point This is the sort of stuff that we, we want from our guests. So to be honest... We want so, you to take it seriously. Uh, Ollie, no, you, you had me at secondary role. I mean, come on, that's a great <laughs> phrase. Why don't we use secondary roles more often? Make a note of that, Justin, please. We need it in future. I will. I have secondary roles. So, are, are we in, 
agreement that if he hits one one, he gets two points. Exactly. I am I am accepting of your terms. We're accepting yeah, that. Excellent. Yeah. I, I, I will okay. break it. I will break it to John. Um, that that's John who has taken backgammon boards onto the Angel of the North to do prediction videos. And we're now docking him a point for no good reason, other than Ollie's yeah. just come up with the phrase secondary role, which I thought was excellent. <laughs> well played. Excellent indeed. Yeah. But that, uh, that picture of, 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 of Miguel Britos, there we go. There's, there's, there he is. Yes, a Tom Finian. There it is. There it is. Absolutely. It's, uh, it's, it's, you know, basically Tom Finney is lauded as, you know, one of the greats of the game. I don't think he was ever booked. He was just wonderful, etc. Miguel Britos was a violent thug from Uruguay. Very, very similar. Excellent. So, so, and we liked him. We liked him a lot. We did. We did. Especially, especially after that tackle. Neil Silverstein absolutely loves him for that. That I think was, yeah. was possibly the highlight of uh, so far the Pozzo era was that. Anyway, we got four games in and somebody contacted us and said, you know what? I think my dog could get involved with this. And, uh, and, and Jarvis and Ben are very good at making last-minute videos and getting them through. Now, the thing that we have to complain about here, and I think, you know, I have to say Justin and Carlos, they have already docked him a point once for being drunk and for turning up late with his video, which is fair enough. But uh, he has swapped around his prediction methodology, and I think we've got another one today. And we'll oh, see no. whether or not you spot where he steps outside of this. Here's Jarvis Cocker Spaniel. Preston versus Watford. We've stripped it right down. So there's no crappy chess set figurines this week, mate. It's just biscuits and a number. The first one you go to, mate, will be Preston's score. So away you go. Pick one. Pick one. He's having a look. Which one are you going for? Here we go. Preston nil. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. <laughs> have to be really quick here because he's going to have all of them if he gets a chance. Okay, so now I need Watford's score, please, mate. So pick Watford's. Pick one. Pick one. Good boy. Come on, pick one. Which one are you going for? Straight away. Watford six. Preston nil. Watford six. Nice one, son. Hey, look at him. Look at him. Look at him go. Look at him. Don't eat the numbers. <laughs> now, wow. now well, did, you, did, did you see where it went a bit wrong? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Previously, because the mechanism for John rolling his dice is the biggest number, take away the smallest number. So the smallest number you can have is a, a one. Obviously, you can have a nil because you can have double one or double two. Any double makes that. But, of course, six minus one is five. He's gone for six nil to Watford. He stepped out of the bounds of normality as this dog, if normality was predicting football matches for Watford yeah. with biscuits. Yeah. What, what do we Watford, think of that one? If Watford win one nil, does he still gets a point now, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. He does. Yeah. He does. If he predicts yeah. a win and we get a win, that's that. <laughs> Just 12 nil then. You might as well just go for it. <laughs> get a point. <laughs> well, even go. if Watford win 2 1, he gets a point. Well, even I, if we win 3 2, he gets a point. To be frank, to be frank, so. until we spoke to Ollie, I thought 0 6 was just ridiculous. But now I'm sitting there going, well, I don't know, maybe, hopefully. Um, the other thing we have is random stupidity. We wanted to find out if just completely me pressing a random button, uh, which actually restricts the top score to five, by the way, Jarvis, just saying, going up to six indeed. <laughs> The score it has predicted for this game is Preston 5, Watford 4. I think we'd all take that, even if we lose, wouldn't we? 
I mean, come on. Six nil. What's going on? But that is well. At least, at least we've got some stuff to choose from now. We've got actually some. Yeah, actually, normally, yeah, normally we're scratching our ass going. Yeah, go for three two. You go first. (laughs) I love the idea of you scratching our collective ass. I think that's a good idea. Right. So do not scratch your ass. Oh, do be quiet. Right. So the the scores that we have, the scores that you cannot predict. None of you can go one one. Otherwise, the world will explode, and Carl will have to get into a DeLorean and go back to 1985 to correct things. Justin, you have your hand in the air. Yes, sorry. Carry on, but I think I've got a point. I may not have one now until you've given me these scores, so do the scores and I'll tell you if, if I have a point of I order. I may have a point, okay. <laughs> I have a point of order. Yes, I may have a point of order. You live by whatever credo you wish. That's fine. I may have a point. Who knows? So, the scores predicted are 1-1 has gone for 1-1 because that's what 1-1 predicts. John has gone for 1-1. However, on the spreadsheet, there is a little asterisk next to it, which means if he gets it, he loses a point. You only can get two points. Cocker Spaniel there has gone 6-0 to Watford in a, in a fit of eating the numbers. I, I'm not sure he didn't eat one of those transfers, by the way. And uh, Random Stupidity has gone Preston 5, Watford 4. Justin, do you have right. a point? I do have a point. Excellent. Does Ollie not get to pick next? Yes. What's, yes, and? Why are, you asking me for my, why are you asking me for my score? No, you said you, you might have a point. Right. I thought you were going to make a point about something. That is my point. My point is, normally the guest goes next and then it's me and Carl, right? Yes. Yeah, that's what's happening. Yes. Why are you asking me to make a prediction then? I'm not. Who did? You just said, oh, I think I, I have a point. <laughs> we went, really? That's nice. Okay, well, I, we'll I, be prepared to I, hear I, that I point. Oh, now, what happened was Carl threw me out by going, you get to go before me. And I'm thinking, okay, it must be my turn then. And then you start reading me back the scores again. And I'm like, okay, he's reading me back the scores. Right. I see. Oh, this is going worse than normal. Brilliant. The reason I said that is because I'm above you in the league. Yeah, I know, but then Peter goes, right, so what you can't go for... Hang on, one, uh, is that the case? Let's have a look. Yes, 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 yes he's above you in the league. So Enough I'm of this. Good. We have shown Ollie dog videos and uh, and Tom Finney morphing into Uruguayan violent centre-backs. That's all he needs to see. Don't worry, yeah, everybody. It's the highest budget podcast I've ever been on. It's unbelievable. Ah, oh, I mean, we'll take that. We'll take that. DNSYE. Disney, just saying, just saying. Just saying. Just saying. We're going to get sued. <laughs> We're going to get sued. That's fine. Ollie, what do you think the score is going to be? Deepdale, three o'clock. I appreciate you having a hard time, but every every run has to turn at some point. What do you think the score is going to be? Well, normally, as a opposition fan, they probably predict for a home win, but, you know, I, I like playing this game. So um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to play the game. If you go 1-1, you know, I'm just going to start crying. I, 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 as, as if it was in a bet builder, as if, you know, I'm, I'm putting it all the way down, you know. Excellent. Last 50p in, I'm going to go 1-0 Watford. Oh, look at this. Now he's caused the problem. You see, this is why the I'm EFL sure are top. This is why the yeah. EFL are top. Now, everybody, I would just like to make a, an official announcement. We are now going over to Justin for his Thank vote. You. <laughs> Thank you. I don't need to make a point now because we're at that place. Okay. We're at that place. Right. Okay. So everyone's gone for 1 1. Uh, apart from Ollie, who's gone for 1 0 Watford. And a 6 0 there was there somewhere and a 5 4. Okay. Yes. 
let's let's go for a two 0 Watford. Then I'm feeling lucky. Oh, look at this. There's there's a confidence about this. Ever since, by the way, Justin's got this confidence. He's scored absolutely fuck all. It's great. Have you noticed? Never that? mind. Have you noticed I'm that? Just... Since, I'm, since I'm positive. That just shows you that there's no merit to positivity. All I'm saying is just Justin becomes positive, the world axis tilts and everything goes a bit. You see, you all see over what I place. mean? There's no there's no point to it. Oh, you're too negative. It don't get you anywhere being positive. Anyway, Carlos. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. It's now my turn. Over to you, Carlos, because you're 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 leading you're leading Justin in the league. And obviously we always let our guests. How many times has that been fucking I'm I'm leading the humans at the moment. That's good. I will go for a cheeky, yet satisfying, uh, Preston 1, Watford 2. Ooh, that's good. I like that. I think that that big bastard, uh, ex-Sheffield United lad, will cause us problems. What's his name? Forgot his name. Ched Evans? Yeah, that's him. Oh, that seems reasonable. That seems reasonable. So, Ollie, you're going. Uh, Carlos, are you are you venturing Preston bound um, and taking in butter pies? I am not. I had to make a real tough decision because uh, Justin's laptop's died. Yes, I've just seen that. <laughs> That's brilliant. The poor image of him bowing. In my... Well, um, that, that's what happens anyway. when he be, when he becomes positive. Basically, he gets no points, yeah. and then his laptop kills. Yeah. So, what can you that's do? That's excellent. Well, that's that's really cheered me up. But no, unfortunately, I had to make a decision because Blackburn is the week after, and uh, I I was going to do one or the other. I wasn't going to do both, and I haven't yet done Ewood Park. So, I'm uh, I'm unfortunately I'm not visiting Preston. I'm going to the shithole that is Blackburn, a- alleged shithole. Very good. Is very that midweek or is that a weekend? No, it's a Saturday. It's the twenty third, just before just before Crimbo. I think it got a quality voted of like one of the worst EFL away days. Oh, I think it's going to be awful, but I haven't done it, so I've, <laughs> I've, I've got to um, I've got to do it. But I do like um, I do like Preston. It was a a, a good little uh, good little trip last time. Uh, we went to the is there like a labour club or a little club just up the yeah, road? Yeah, yeah. Terrible yeah, furniture. Terrible furniture. Zebra <laughs> print. Awful. Um, but yeah, no, that's where I actually had the butter pie last time. So yeah, mm. it's. Uh, I won't be up there this this time round, unfortunately. Justin, welcome back. Justin has recovered from uh, from from the Hello. from the positive results that killed Wait. his laptop. It did, literally. Like The little circle went round and said locking, and I was going, oh, I can hear them, and hopefully that's not going to do anything, and it turned itself off. Nothing good. <laughs> nothing good comes from the spinning circle of doom. We all know this. We all know this. I have to turn to Ollie. I have to ask Ollie some questions here, sir. So I'm going to give you six characteristics of the team, and, and you tell me your you know, decision on this season's team, what that is out of 10. So, for example, physicality, what marks would you give the team out of 10? Eight. Ooh. A physical team. This is good. I like this. Technical ability. Four. <laughs> Tactical nous. Three. Counterattacking. Six. Pace. 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 Five. And finally, possession. 3.5. Oh, <laughs> more <laughs> bloody fractions going on with this thing. Yes. Benjamin Bloom, well see what you've bloody well, well started. Done, you've, done, you've done it there. Well done. Excellent stuff. Excellent stuff. Well, that's interesting because there's a team... With physicality, I mean, out of all since since we started asking this series of questions, so we can compare people when we've been playing them. Very few teams see themselves as a as a physical side, um, you know, who can do it. And you said, you know, physicality is something there. So maybe you know, is set pieces something that you you think you're kind of reasonable at at the moment? Yeah, I mean, um, Liam Lindsay, our centre half, I think he scored. I think I believe it's three um, headed goals this season. Um, so you know, it's 
I, I think it's probably one of our only chances that we get at set pieces. So yeah, to be to be fair, we do we do all right at uh, attacking set pieces. It was just defending them that were absolutely woeful at and have been for the past ten years. So yeah, we're 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 doing a terrible thing called zonal marking at the moment for corners, and it frightens the bejeebas out of me. I hate it. I really do. And I think against a big physical side like yours, mm. that might um <laughs> that's might where we we might come unstuck. Yeah, I think we do the zonal as well. We lose we lose the marking part when defending. We just do the zonal. We just stand there and you yeah, know in, in the areas and just hope he'll hit us. You know. <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to be laughing at you, but it sounds like us last season. That's what that's yeah, that's there's a there's a warm feeling there. So <laughs> thank you very much for coming on, Ollie. Um, uh, we will be playing you again. On we will be playing yeah, Preston yes, on Saturday the sixth of April. Currently three PM kickoff. Subject to Sky, TNT, Amazon, or ITV 4s rubbish highlight show. Not asking us to change for no good reason because that's the kind of thing they do. Wankers. Beautifully there said. Yeah. There you go. We'll, we'll see you on Friday the fifth at eight PM then. Yeah, probably. Yes. Yeah. Probably. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've got to say, Ollie, the beard—you're not—you're not looking quite as spud from train spotting with that beard. No, 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 no. I've, I've had to develop it a bit, so you know, I've had to, uh, had to yeah. put a bit more on my face because you know, uh, I look. I, I went. I went. In, I actually watched train spotting the day after it to kind of mask exactly how offend, what you were. How offended about. were you? How offended out of ten were you? If you could, uh, if you could go I, back? I mean, d- during the time when you actually mentioned it, I wasn't offended at all. And then <laughs> after watching, after watching. I was watching it, I was like, well, I can't I can't send anything back to them, so I can't really just send in a message. Oh, <laughs> you it would have been brilliant. You can, you, you can really, done. really can. That, don't mind. That, that'll, don't get, mind. that'll get you a badge of honour. TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24 7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.